Welcome in the latest episode of That SEC Podcast, brought to you by Twisted Tea. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter, and I'm joined, as always, by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Balls on Twitter. What's up, yo, Tennessee Homer? <laughs> hey, babe, what's going on? Oh, we were just laughing, Shane. It only took about six tries, but I think I landed <laughs> that Twisted Tea ad there, didn't I? Oh, you're you're getting it, Mike. You know, I figured. Hey, <laughs> right, this is what we're doing, right? We're, we're it takes a couple of weeks. We got fall camp going on right now. We too are working on it, Mike. But come September first, brother, or actually August twenty sixth, this thing will be rolling. Yeah, we haven't had advertisers in three months, so we kind of forgot how to do these. <laughs> but uh, apologies for that. Don't we know are... what to do with your hands, you know. <laughs> Uh, I drink a twisted t- you know it's crazy it's like out of all the sponsorships that's the one my kid is the most excited about you know she's like mm. she's texting her friends and stuff I'm like what the hell you know about twisted tea you know it's like <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course I tried it it's pretty damn good so if you get a chance try some yeah well buddy uh on this episode gonna do things just a little bit differently the the coach comments a little lacking today we'll get back to all that probably on just the next episode but we love to hit on all 14 SEC teams, and we're going to be able to do it here, Shane, in just a moment here. I know we have talked at length about over-under win totals, but we're going to do it for one final time because once the season kicks off, you can no longer bet on these. They, they have no more value. But yeah. I think people already have, have caught on, Shane. We are the optimistic show. We try to sing the praises of all these teams at least until the season actually gets here, then we'll we'll tear into the ones that are doing poorly. But we're not going to focus on the under. We're focusing yeah. on our confidence level that each team can go over their current over under win total based on what we're seeing in camps. These in these clips we're hearing, and just the end of the summer, the beginning of the fall. Does that all make sense, brother? Yeah, I love gambling. This is one of my favorite bets, too, because, yeah, you know, especially if you pick one of those low t- numbers, it's like as soon as you hit it, then you're you're just in the money. But, yep. uh, yeah, you know, this is the time. If you're optimistic, if you're reading it, these these new cl- news clippings and you're thinking your team's got something that nobody knows about and you're, you're going to exceed expectations, this is the time to put the money on it. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm not a good gambler, Mike. I, everybody that listens <laughs> to this show knows that. But one thing I have been hitting on are these home run hire, This That's what I think this is. These are the home run hits. It's the start of the season. So I, I'm pumped up about this one. I got excited <laughs> thinking about it. I'm like, where are you going to get get four losses on this team you know it's, that's yeah. that's kind of how i looked at it yeah all right so we're gonna get to that in just a second shay but we got a couple of news items real quick here uh i don't know if you caught this shane but you know we're not huge on realignment obviously even though we said we're not going to talk about it we talked about it for 10 minutes the other day <laughs> but greg sankey of course the sec commissioner was on paul feinbaum show on tuesday to kind of you know he is the voice of the sec yeah. and here's what he had to say because he was asked about it shane the SEC, that's who he's talking about, we're in an enormously healthy place. We're not in the middle of the current movement efforts, so not looking to expand. And here's the money quote, Shane. I thought this was fantastic because he, this is just nothing but poking fun at the Big Ten. 
we don't need to be in four time zones to generate interest, says <laughs> Greg Sankey. So, I mean, he's exactly right. This is what we've been saying. They added two, and they added the two best you could possibly add. They Absolutely. fit in so many ways. Outstanding fans there and Texas fans and, and Oklahoma fans, two of the, the top ten programs of, of all time historically. And coming into the SEC, they feel right at home to me. Yeah, absolutely, Mike. And I, I think before all the movement, it's mm-hmm. like if you could handpick two teams that you would want in your conference, it almost sounds too good to be true. These are the two that you want, Texas and Oklahoma. We are good. I, I think the only only other ones that are floating around are in an ironclad contract that we ain't got to deal with for another 10 years. So I, I think that's also a pivotal piece. Yeah, we may revisit this here in about six, seven years when it gets a little bit closer to that ACC schedule uh, getting released. But until then, I think the SEC is perfect. Oh, my God, Mike. Remember, that's this is just a backup. Oh, okay. I, 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 <laughs> you, you got a red dot before we get going here. Yeah. For the listeners, dot, he just – Mike always backup records this, and it just started recording. I'm like, oh, shit, he forgot again. So I looked up. I've got a red dot. Everything's good here. So <laughs> don't scare me like that. Well, one other thing, uh, Shane, I know you're going to love this news. I already shared it with you, but I just want the entire audience to be aware. Uh, according to On3 – EA Sports has confirmed we're good to go this time next year, next summer. The new, the return of the NCAA video game is out. So that is terrific news. Something, yes. another reason to be excited about 2024. But just real quick, Shane, I, I was curious to get your thoughts. I mean, I know you're going to, as soon as you pick up that, that game and throw <laughs> it in there, you're going to play with Tennessee. But aside from Tennessee, take off your ball hat for a minute. Uh, any teams that you're dying to play with any players you're you're dying to 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 get there uh in the ncaa video game and just see what those what those digital heroes can do mike i don't know if you knew this but tennessee vols won a national championship in 1998 since then they have not been back that's where they need to go so if they don't do it this year mike by god they're going to do it in the video game as soon as i get my hands on it and i hope they got running through the tee they didn't have it on the last one so uh mike that's the first thing obviously but you know how this is brother you know how we like to do this and and i'm sure there's going to be conference realignments and stuff but me and you we like to take these teams that nobody cares about and then build them into a juggernaut and then get introduced into the sec so we'll expand <laughs> the sec once again so that's kind of what i'm i'm looking forward to it but you know going to a national championship with the balls you ask who am i looking forward to well i've got nico sitting right there and he's ready to be a heisman candidate baby <laughs> i'm su- honestly surprised Shay, you didn't go with jugkins because that's a guy that yeah uh, in well, my friend he won't be there <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's a fair point but uh can't wait to to play with him i think Texas A&M, remember that vaunted freshman class, their sophomores this year yeah. will be juniors next season. We'll, we'll have to see what they do on the field, but well, I, I imagine they're going to be a popular pick on that game as well. Florida Gators, if they land all these recruits that they got right now, you're sitting in a state of Florida. I mean, when I mm-hmm. played NCAA you know, 48 years ago, I the things that you wanted to do was lock down a Florida, lock down a Texas, somewhere yeah. where you can find some recruits. Uh, Florida's going to be a fun one just because they've already got a lot, a lot of young talent coming in, but mm-hmm. they are sitting there in the, in the old sunshine state. 
Yeah, and don't forget Shane, Texas and Oklahoma. I think those will be two popular ones will be in the SEC. I mm-hmm. did see someone – I hope they weren't talking about Texas and Oklahoma, Shane, but I did see someone say, as soon as I get the game, I'm switching all the teams back to the conferences they belong in. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, one last thing before we get to these over-unders, Shane, just a, a little heads up here. This was kind of the biggest news in the SEC that's going to affect the, the entire conference potentially this fall. Great news for them Auburn Tigers because star running back Jarquez Hunter back on the practice field. It's huge. It sounds like he, he may still be suspended for uh, the regular season, but that's just speculation that's not been confirmed. And, and if he is suspended, Shane, it's going to be against, you know, New Mexico State and you like one and, game or, or, or how many games are you thinking? I mean, I honestly I have no idea, but I, I have oh. seen many people suggest that that could be in line for him. But uh, we may need him week two against Cal, so I, I think he'll be in the line of week two if if I have to. Yeah, be. we're a forty point favorite in the opener. Let him let him uh, sit out the opener if that's even necessary. I don't know, but the fact that he was not on the practice field the first couple of days. And uh, Hugh Freeze has yet to comment on this, but he will probably today or tomorrow. So uh, just a heads up, Jarquez Hunter. And, and, you know, the reason that's so big, Shane, because Auburn, the position they're in, obviously, they can't afford to lose a guy like him. Yeah. And and just be competitive in the SEC because we're, we're, we're just not where we want to be at overall talent, overall depth. So. You could say that for a lot of teams in this conference, but it's particularly true right now of Auburn. Yeah. Well, I also think it helps in camp, brother. I mean, we're talking about one of the best running backs in the country here. Yeah. That's going to make that – that if I'm, let's say, second running back, and, and and I'm out here and I'm doing my job, but then I come out here and I see an alpha dog, you know, taking so many snaps. I may not, I may have thought I was there and then realized I got some work to do. You know, if you're a linebacker that's been tackling some of these guys, then all of a sudden this big ass bastard comes through and knocks the shit out of you. You know, you're gonna be like, <laughs> all right, I got some work to do because there's other running backs like this in the league. So I yeah. think it vaunts that depth chart. I think it helps in practice. So I'm just glad to see him in pads. I know. Know them fans are pumped up because you're going to need everything to, to, to win some games this year this is definitely the tool you got to have yeah and one other real quick Shane great news for Auburn too I mean everything's turning up Auburn I don't know if you saw this but did he steal the- some more <laughs> <laughs> oh shit he did did he <laughs> no no oh. <laughs> you had I my mind you- going somewhere else when you said that no. but come on come on back here Mike <laughs> no uh Tumor's Corner, Shane, with the oak trees. No. Officially, they can be rolled once again. And, you know, this is going back to obviously Harvey Updike and poisoning the trees and all that. Uh, they announced these, these trees they planted in 2017. They, do, they did not, they haven't been able to roll them in the last couple of years, Shane, because they're letting these trees grow. But we're back, baby. One of the best yeah. traditions in all of college football returning to the SEC. So just a great day overall to be. Uh, an Auburn fan with Hugh Freeze down there. You know they're going to get some big wins in the near future, and uh, those fans deserve to celebrate on Tumor's Corner. Oh, good, man. That's awesome. That's, again, tradition. Yeah. You know, we're getting all this realignment. We're moving from tradition. No, not in Auburn, baby. We're bringing it back. <laughs> <laughs> all right, buddy. So you ready to talk some over-unders? Gambling? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and again, Shane, so j- just – to be clear, so everybody gets, this is 
these over under win totals, regular season only. Yep. Does does not count an SEC championship game, does not count bowl games and playoff games. So just the twelve regular season games over under win total. And before we start weighing in on this, Shane, let's run down real quick. These are the current up to date win totals for all fourteen SEC teams, starting with Alabama. The the over under is ten and a half. At Arkansas, the over under six and a half. Same as Auburn, six and a half. Florida, five and a half. Georgia, eleven and a half. Kentucky, six and a half. Missouri, six and a half. Ole Miss, seven and a half. Mississippi State, six and a half. South Carolina, six and a half. Tennessee, nine and a half. A and M, seven and a half. Vanderbilt. Three and a half, and mm-hmm. I think I skipped LSU. Not LSU's nine and a half. I got I got these all mixed up, so I, I apologize. I, I think I got them all there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I tuned out here about thirty seconds ago. A lot of numbers. <laughs> we'll do them individually, and and so again, we're ranking this on what we think. I guess level of confidence. So least Correct. confidence that they're going to go over. To, to most confident. Is that the route you're taking? Or are you going right from the top to the bottom? Mm, well, I've got my one through 14 chain. So however you want to do it, I'll, I'll leave that part up to you. Do you want to start at the bottom or do you want to start at the top? Hmm. Yeah, let's, let's do the bottom because um, I think that was a little bit tougher. I don't know about you, Mike, but I, I, I really struggled with maybe like the bottom five here. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, I do think that a lot of these teams will be over, but I just wasn't as confident. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I, let's start from the bottom and then work our way up. All right. You want me to go first or you? Are we going to do all of them or are we going to do one at a time? You do one and then I'll do one. We'll just keep going back and forth like that. All right. All right. So with the 14th selection <laughs> of the over and unders, the one that I'm least confident about mike and i hate i hate it because i love this fan base i love these i love a lot of these players i just hate absolutely hate their schedule so number 14 i'm going south carolina at six and a half (laughs) i just i i feel like brother you know what that is he's still smarting from that beat down the gamecocks gave the vols I don't know what made me want to do it. Right? Uh, it's not personal. I, I tell you what, I, I got to talk to, to, to uh, Rattler, and 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 I love the culture they're created down there. I do think South Carolina has some games. I think that they're gonna. I still think they're gonna be over. I truly do. We've we've talked about our optimistic South Carolina. But there's there's some landmines out there, man, and some of these games that they're going to need to win are not in Columbia. You know what I'm saying? For right. starter, right out of the gate, you got UNC not in yep. Columbia. You got that Tennessee game not in Columbia. So mm-hmm. there's some fifty fifty games that, in Athens week three. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you you end with Clemson. This is a tough mm-hmm. tough schedule, and and we say that every year with South Carolina, and typically they do over achieve and and i'm not saying that doesn't happen this year but we're talking money and i'm saying six and a half that i i 
I'm the least confident, Mike. So final answer, I'm going South Carolina number 14. Yeah, and I'm throw, I threw up the schedule here, Shane. So, I mean, look at it this way. And I'm not saying they're going to lose all these games, but it is going to be difficult. At Georgia, you just referenced, at Tennessee, at Missouri, which they they just can't beat. Right. At Texas A&M, they've beaten them one time in, in the history of them facing each other in the SEC. And you reference that Clemson game. Now, again, I'm not saying they're losing all those guaranteed because they'll, they'll surprise you. But right. if they do drop those, Shane, they got to win every single other game to hit the over. So right. this is before Florida, which whooped you last year. This is before you know Kentucky, who we think will be a significantly more improved. Mississippi State, we don't know what we're getting out of them. UNC right in the opener. I mean, there are some tough, tough games. You, you basically got to pull an upset or two to guarantee yeah. going over. Which they've done. They did last year. They could do it this year. Yeah. You know, they. this is where – this is where Rattler wants to be. I know it sounds crazy, but he's he's they're soaking it up, man. South mm-hmm. Carolina is soaking up, you know, dumbasses like me saying that there's no <laughs> shot to to make a college football playoff. There's no shot you're going to repeat what you did last year. You know that's that's what the, they got a roster full of kids that don't care what we think. And and, and that being said. They may walk away at the end of this year with 10 wins, and then, you know, this is clipped up, and I look dumb, you know. But I just, at this point, Mike, I just think the hype got a little too crazy toward the tail end of the last season. Not saying it didn't finish great, but you also lost a lot of pieces. You know, there's there's some question marks and pivotal spots, mainly up front with the offensive defensive line. You know, that's Mm. that's what you need in the SEC, and that's where they're going to struggle a little bit. Mushane, I think you're really going to like my number 14. I'm going Alabama 10 and a half. <laughs> and some of this has to do with the number being so high. I mean, yeah. they have to go 11 and 1 or 12 and 0. Again, this is just regular season. They'll probably get to a 11 by the bowl game. You know, that's that's almost a guarantee, but we're just looking at regular season and I think another 10 and 2 Maybe even nine and three. We'll we'll see how far they progress. But I got the least conference right now in Alabama hitting it, the over. Even though everybody's hyping them up, number three in the coaches' poll. Shane's uh-huh. got them going undefeated, winning a national championship. <laughs> Give me the under. Well, I'm not again. I'm not saying under. I'm saying least confident to hit that over. Do you got their schedule? You got their schedule pulled up? Yes, sir. Uh, let, let me ask you because you, you're looking for three losses, Mike. Uh, is what you're saying? Two. Now, do, I, I'm just looking at two because the number's ten and a half. So they have to go eleven oh. and one to, to hit the over. Damn, I may I may have messed up on this one. I am a little higher because I thought they needed two, but I didn't. See, you're right, ten and a half. That's a doozy. Um, right. So Texas week two. That's tough, but it is at home. Yeah. At A and M. That's one everybody's got circled as a, a possible upset. I don't even know if it would be an upset. A&M plays them so well. Tennessee at home, LSU at home, at Kentucky, at Auburn. I think there's two losses in there. And we have just completely overlooked Ole Miss and Arkansas. And, uh, you know, there's there's other tricky games on there. Yeah, you may be right, Mike. You may be right. But I do have them a little higher. Even okay. even when I do realize I messed up, i still going to have them. Because, again – you're saying, okay, they're going to lose to LSU or they're going to lose to 
to Tennessee. They're going to mm-hmm. lose to Texas A&M. Yeah, I think they lose to one of them, but two of them? I don't know. I just I, fooled me once. Shame on me. I, I, even last year, <laughs> it came down to a, you know the last yeah. second on two of those losses. So, no, I, I'm, I'm with. I, I'm sticking with it, Mike. They're they're going undefeated. <laughs> Whatever, you know, they don't have to go undefeated. But I do think that this team is going to be better than people think. And yeah, um, yeah I don't think they lose two games. All right, who's your number thirteen most confident team to hit the over? Same state, different uniform. Give me them Auburn Tigers. <laughs> Your favorite. I know. I know, Mike. I know. I know. A lot of people a lot of people look at new coaches and, and they, they think about Brian Kelly and they, they think about all these Cinderella seasons and all this magic that happens every now and then. But mm-hmm. more likely than not, you're going to struggle your first year. And I and that's my problem with Auburn here. I do think that they were very aggressive in the transfer portal. I think they got a lot of pieces on that field. But I do still think that it's just a hodgepodge of stuff. We don't know exactly how it's going to work together. Now, do I think it comes together maybe toward the tail end of the season? Absolutely. Do I think Hugh Freeze pulls off a couple of signature wins? Absolutely. That's what you brought him in there for. He's got a track record for that. But you're mm. saying, you know, what, seven? Got to have seven wins yeah. right out of the gate with a team that – I mean, look god-awful at times last year. We still don't know who the quarterback is, even though everybody's kind of crowned thorn. No, I, I think there's too many question marks. They're going to have a good, good season. I think it's a launching pad for what's coming in the future. But I don't see seven wins right now. Well, and Shane, I mean, I, you kind of hinted at this, but you didn't outright say it. One of the toughest schedules in the country, too. Throw Add that to the mix, you know? Absolutely. Georgia, Alabama, you get them every year, you know? Uh, <laughs> LSU, LSU. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, add it's, Arkansas, <laughs> Ole Miss, Mississippi State, on and off. Add A&M. I mean, we're, when we're saying add A&M is, is maybe the seventh most difficult game, that's when you know it's a damn tough schedule. <laughs> who's, the, who's their other East opponent? Uh, well, the good news for them, it's Vanderbilt, so – Oh, they, sh- okay. they should get that one, but again, there's your one. Hughes lost to Vanderbilt as many times as he's beaten Alabama. <laughs> that's that's something people don't talk about. Who do you got? Thirteen. <laughs> You're not gonna <laughs> like it, brother. Oh man, is this pot over already? Tennessee <laughs> at nine and a half, and this is uh, not me doubting, you know, Heupel and, and the Vols or anything, Shane, because I, you know, I get caught up in it just like everybody else, but. When we're hitting the over-unders here, so we're saying 10-2. and two. Yeah. That's very difficult when you got Bama and Georgia on the schedule, obviously. Yeah. Now, beat Bama last year, This obviously this year at Bama, get Georgia at home. But still, you're going to be underdogs in, in those two. So if they lose them, and there's no guarantees they're going to lose both of them, but if they do, they just can't lose another game. And, and yeah. what are the odds that happens? I'm not convinced of it. Yeah. Now, could they go eleven and one? I think they could, but I, I kind of lean more towards nine and three. I think that's a realistic outcome, and I think uh, you know Josh Heupel. Not that he's would be happy with a you know a ten win season, counting the bowl game. I think he would take that, but again, I, I realize the expectations. They're they're trying to reach the championship, so that's not the goal, but. I don't. That, I don't think I would stun me if we're sitting here with a ten-win season at the end of the of the year with a bowl win. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I'm huge. You know me. I love the. I mean, I'm huge, but I am also a huge Vol <laughs> fan. 
And Mike, I'm telling you right now, I too am trying to tamper down a little bit on those expectations. I got them sitting at the 10 spot. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm right there with you. We got, you're looking at Georgia and Alabama. I think those are the, obviously if anybody looks at the schedule, they're thinking those are the two toughest games. And I just don't know. I don't see how you beat Georgia. I, I, yeah. Did we beat Alabama last year? Yes. Can we beat them this year? Yeah. I think it could happen. Mm-hmm. But to put a mortgage payment on it, I'm not willing to do that just yet. Right. Not with a new quarterback and and, and a two and a lot of new pieces floating around on that on that roster. So, Texas A&M, South Carolina, Kentucky, Florida. Yeah. I mean, Mizzou. On and on yep. and on. Do they find another loss somewhere there? Yeah, I think it could easily happen. So. I'm with you, Mike. I'd love to say this is going to be an undefeated season and we're going to a college football playoff. But realistically, I think that uh, that Tennessee is going to – they're going to be right there at that 9-10 game win uh, at the end of the season. Right, and the keep to me kind of leaning towards the under, Shane. Again, not saying that it's a lock or anything, but yeah, it's just so hard to win in this conference on the road and the fact that – you know, we both have said many times we think Tennessee would be better than Florida, yeah, better than Kentucky, better than Missouri. But all three of those are on the road, and you right. cannot convince me that one of those three may maybe plays the you know the best game they played all season and, and beats Tennessee. I'm not predicting it, but that would not surprise me at all. Right, man. I mean, even last year, I I don't think. Pitt was as good as we made them out to be. I yeah. that that game should not have been close, but again, we Tennessee didn't play Tennessee ball until at the end. So mm-hmm. um, I, I I think that's the type of, type of season we're going to have this year. And and again, we're usually wrong. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope they they just blow the over out real big, but. But again, uh, this one right here, I'm just kind of a little bit more reserved with my money with the Volunteers. All right, how about number twelve? Who you got in that spot, Shane? Uh, number twelve. Oh, you ain't gonna like this one, Mike. You know, you get me with Tennessee. Well, I'm gonna get you back with them LSU Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> People ask me, Shane, why you hate LSU? I don't hate LSU, but ten wins. You know, you you got a tough schedule too. I mean, I, we oh, say yeah. that about it, every SEC team on this thing, <laughs> yeah. you know. But but again, are we are we convinced that LSU has arrived, or that they had a couple breaks go their way this last season, and that they are slowly moving to that spot where they're competing for national championships? I I, I think last year was a was an exception to the rule, Mike. I, I think they exceeded everybody's expectations down there in Baton Rouge. But can they just build off that? Absolutely. I think there's a real shot, Mike, that LSU has the same record. What did they finish last year? Was it? Uh, it was nine and three, right? Nine. Yeah, well, nine and four. After I think. Right? Well, yeah, yeah. So again, I, I think there's a shot that they they match that but have a better team this year. So I'm just not willing to to put my money on 10 wins. Right. Oh, and it was actually 10 and 4 because they played it obviously in the championship, SEC championship. So still a hell of a year. But, yeah, Shane, even I, who I'm on a ledge out here saying LSU is going to win the national championship, I don't even think they'll go undefeated because it's right. that much of a gauntlet. So it's not that – 
There's Brian Kelly. There He's he like, is. The <laughs> it's not that big of a, a leap to say, again, I'm not with you, but it's not that big of a leap to say nine and three, considering they play Florida State. They play at Bama, at Ole Miss, at Missouri, at Mississippi State. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. We haven't even got to the day of Florida at home, A&M at home, Auburn at home, Arkansas at home. I mean, these are losable games for yeah. anybody. So, I, I get that. You're you're completely wrong, but I get it. <laughs> Where'd you have them? Where'd you have LSU at? Oh, we'll get there. But right oh, now, okay. I got, I'm right, right there with you with South Carolina. That's my number 12 team. And we've kind of already went into it, but they're going to have to exceed expectations, something they've done every year under Shane Beamer. So they'll probably exceed expectations once again. But I really think it's going to take stealing a game or, or two for them to hit that over. Probably just one, but uh, – that's the beautiful thing of uh, the black magic down there in Columbia, Shane. You don't see it coming. That doesn't mean it's not coming. You know what? <laughs> Absolutely, man. I, I think South Carolina, these these fans especially, they, they feel like they got something special, and they probably do, yeah. Mike. They, we're probably way off on this one, and we're looking back saying, look at us idiots. But <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I don't there, – there's so many moving pieces. I love – what I you know the culture it gets thrown around quite a bit with South mm-hmm. Carolina, but it truly is something different than some of these other these other programs, and and that is what is going to separate them in the end. But it is a it's a road, buddy. It's a journey that them Gamecocks and fans are on, and I just don't think they have arrived yet. I think I think they're building something, but they're just not not quite there. Well, Shane, and I think you just hit on something important, something we can't possibly measure, but the culture, strong culture. I realize fans were upset when you, you lost to Mizzou, get smoked yeah. by Florida, but it's a sign of the amazing culture they have in Columbia that after those tough performances, they bounce right back, destroy Tennessee, go on the road and beat Clemson. You cannot convince me that uh, that's – even possible in college football without outstanding culture in that building. Well, yeah. And Spencer, if if he's dialed in, brother, they could beat anybody. Yep. All right, so who's your number 11 on this list, Shane? Number 11, I've got them Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> and all I'm doing, Mike, is saying they pro- they may have a loss somewhere on this record. <laughs> you know? They're not going 12-0. That's that's the, the crazy part on this one. So, hey, buddy, they've won two national championships. They're, they may win three. They may do something that no one's ever done. Their buildings – I mean, the program is – People are they're gonna write books about the Georgia Bulldogs here the last couple of years. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they're they're gonna be kids. I mean, I, I don't know how many Athens are gonna be running around here at Kirby's, but <laughs> here in about 18 years, we're gonna start seeing a lot more in the in the transfer portal. I think you know. So I, I obviously I, I am very high on Georgia. I, I have them winning the SEC. I have them going to a college football playoff. But I will say this, brother: one loss. How many how many times have have we gone into a season saying, "Hey, there's no way Alabama's going to lose one," and then they yeah. lose one. There's no way Georgia's going to lose one, then they lose one. So I, I, I again, perfect seasons are so tough to do. You to be flawless day in day out. I, I just saying, hey, they may find a loss somewhere. Right, and I think I heard this. I may have heard it wrong, Shay, but I believe the last team to go number one in the preseason. 
and the entire season be number one and finish number one. I think it was 1999 Florida State, Jade. So, again, it's I don't I don't want to say it's a kiss of death or anything, but both these championships Georgia won. Neither they didn't start number one. Yeah. Of course, it don't matter where you start. Obviously, it's where you finish. But it's a tough, tough task, and and the fact they've done it twice in a row. And it's not it's not the same roster. It's right. not this. It's not the same quarterback. It's not. There's so many. It's a new team. Kirby comes out here and tries to create a new identity for this program. It, it truly may have a winning program here, but well, we know they're going to be a winning program. But what I'm saying is, are they a perfect program? I who knows? We got to see it first. So yep. that's all I'm saying is that they may stumble on one of these teams. They probably won't, but they could. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I got the Bulldogs too, Shane, but just a different one. I got the Mississippi State Bulldogs right here with an over-under of six and a half. And mm. As you shake your head here, Shane, I'm looking at no this respect. damn gauntlet they've got to face, which, you know, LSU's the first SEC game week three, then at South Carolina, then at, then Alabama at home. Mm-hmm. Whew, buddy, I mean, we're this is not the gauntlet that, uh, that any – coach wants to have going into his first sec season and yes you do get lsu and and bama at home but then you turn right around you go at arkansas at auburn before kentucky at home and at a&m i mean my goodness who did zach ardett piss off in the league office to get this schedule i don't know but uh man this is uh you know they're trying to bring tough this hell they're already tough and physical down there but they're trying to be even more so bring that ground game back they're going to need it this year because uh the only way they're they're exceeding expectations if they're just physically more uh you know dominant than some of these other teams they're facing because it's a ugly ugly schedule i don't care how many home games they got you know what they love it mike just keep piling on them dogs (laughs) they love it keep doubting them dogs put them in the bottom and then what are they going to do they're going to exceed expectations like they do every single year so i won't tell you where they are on my list just yet but you are way (laughs) off (laughs) well i have said it before shane i'll say it again the beautiful thing about this schedule all four Mm -hmm. road games i'm not saying they're going to win them all yeah but they're all winnable at South yeah. Carolina, at Arkansas, at Auburn, at A&M, who they have owned. I could be completely, completely wrong. You know what? Well, you are, but we'll continue. <laughs> we'll continue, Mike. Right, Remember, that's got- SEC Mike that hates you, not Shane. <laughs> who you got, number 10? Number 10, I talked this one earlier. It's my Tennessee balls. I just, Ooh. again, I think they're going to have a hell of a season. I think I, I'm on the hype train. I'm hoping I'm wrong here. I hope that we get back into a college football playoff contention. And uh, and, and they're right there. I mean, 10 wins is what we're talking here. 10 wins, you get the over. 10 wins, you're making noise and getting an, an opportunity to play in the next round. So, um, yeah, I think they're there. It's just, ugh, you know, there's a, there's there's some tricky games out there, volunteer yeah. fans. You know what I'm talking about. And and the one that really is is got my eyes is, uh, is Missouri – and mm-hmm. the Texas A and M, I think I think the Aggies going to be special this year. Well, Shane, I was giving you grief about Georgia. That's this is where I got him number ten. So, <laughs> and maybe this is unfair, but the kind of the way I'm viewing this, Shane, is remember Florida State when they won the national championship, they came back the next year, and it was kind of like I think they went undefeated in the regular season, but they 
damn near lost like five games. And I mm-hmm. think Clemson had that too once or twice after winning a national championship kind of – uh, I think it was with Trevor Lawrence after they won it his freshman year, his his sophomore season, where sometimes you you may be elite, but you play down to the level of the competition just because you're so far ahead of everybody. Yeah. I could see that happening with Georgia. Again, that's that may not be a perfect comparison because Kirby's got that thing rolling at another level, but at some point this has to seep in. We're damn near 20-point favorite in 11 of 12 games. Uh, I think it's just going to be hard for them to re- to remain and have that edge all season long. And what are we really betting against here, Shane, is just one hiccup, one yeah. game where they have four turnovers, one game where maybe they miss two field goals. And it's the diff- you know, there's there's just so many things that could go wrong in a game. And it, I'm not saying they're going to go six and six or anything, but I think 11 and one. And probably win the East, probably win the SEC, probably win the National Championship, Shane. But <laughs> even the first year they won it, they lost a game. I, I realize it was the SEC Championship, but it's just so hard to go undefeated, particularly three regular seasons in a row. Yeah, it's tough. It's a tough – that's why I don't like betting on them, you know. So, last right. year was easy. This was my lock right here. I had George at the top. They they, they had – I think it was a ten and a half. Uh, last year if i'm not mistaken so mm-hmm. man i wish that was back i'd put all i'd put the mortgage on it man i put my whole house on it but you're talking about undefeated i don't know about that i'm gonna tap the brakes a little bit yeah all right who you got number nine shane number nine i got the old miss rebels uh Ooh. sitting there at seven and a half so can they get to eight wins mike again this is a team that's fully capable the the concern i'm having with these guys is you know, same thing we're going to talk about every year, I think, with Lane Kiffin, is new faces. We've got quarterback, quote-unquote, controversy. We've got a few question marks sitting there in the backfield. I, the only one that, that you could pencil in is Junkins, and, and, and he's going to be an absolute machine, but he can't do it all. So mm-hmm. I, I think the optimism is floating around that program, but it's tough for me to put my finger on how good they're really going to be. And, and Kind of like last year. It's like last year we knew they were going to be good, but we really didn't know until four or five games in, and then we started having those those lingering question marks pop up. So this one is uh, this one's just I just don't know I, honestly, Mike. If they if I I will say this, brother, if Kiffin came out and gave me like dark love, you know, like dark figured it out. He's our guy. Jackson is the man. He's moving on. Then I'd be like, oh yeah. I'm, this is easy. I'll put the over. But now he's like, well, let's see what we got to work with. We got four quarterbacks that can play. And I'm like, well, that doesn't give me a gambler the the confidence I need to put money on them. So right. I, I think they go over, but I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have them in the top, top half here. Yeah. And much like I said with Mississippi State, Shane, Ole Miss, I mean, my goodness, this, the SEC slate, first SEC game at Bama. That's yeah. that's always a personal one. Uh, second SEC game, LSU at home, which is one of the best teams in the country. Arkansas at home, which th- those are some damn battles right there, Arkansas yeah. and Ole Miss. And then, oh, yeah. Fourth, Georgia it, Bulldogs. Well, <laughs> well, they're later, but fourth <laughs> oh, in a row yeah. at Auburn, who now they right. hate Ole Miss. They hate Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin hates Hugh Freeze. So, uh, I mean, w- these are basically four straight rivalries, hated games where right. – Ole Miss, if they play their A game, they could beat all these teams. 
Yeah. If they play their C game, they can lose all these games. So it ain't easy, brother. My number nine, Shane, we're starting to get into the same territory here, Auburn. So we kind of yeah. already hit on them, but you're right there. You know, six and six, I think, is a reasonable goal. Seven and five, I, I think it's going to be right. It's a coin flip to me, whether yeah. it's six and six, seven and five. And, and like you said, man, even if they do have a quarterback, what happens, God forbid, if, if he gets injured or, or just struggles in the scheme and, and things of that nature? So I got to lean right now, number nine, Auburn at, at six and a half. I'm not fully confident they can go seven and seven and five, even though that, that is kind of the expectation this fall. Mm-hmm. So who you got number eight, Shane? Number eight, I got them Arkansas Razorbacks. Ooh. And honestly, if you'd asked me about this list about five weeks ago, I'd have had mm-hmm. them lower. But kudos to that highlight team out there because, <laughs> you know, as soon as I have a question mark by the tight end, I see a highlight from the tight end. As soon as I have a question mark about the defense, I see an awesome interception. You know, it's like – that 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 they they're drawing me in, and and Arkansas has all the pieces. It's just it's some of that depth, you know. That, yeah. What is, what do they do at the tail end of the season? Because the way their schedule plays out, mm-hmm. you're gonna need them, man. You're gonna need some healthy. You're gonna you're gonna need them to stay healthy. And and I know they got the new strength and conditioning. I'm hoping that's the answer. Uh, uh, the boys look big. I mean, they're eating good. They're oh, working yeah. out. Uh, I saw Rocket, man. I mean. He's like 380 pounds, full solid muscle. I don't know what they're feeding him up there, but <laughs> but these these got they got some dudes. And in Arkansas, when you're looking at what is it, six and a half? Can they get the over? Oh yeah, give me the over. I'm I'm pretty calm. I'm move. This is another one. This is my hot team right now. It's moving up the list. Right. Well, to that point, Shane, all the depth we talked, we highlighted this in the spring because I thought it was genius, and this is just kind of the way it's got to be now with the portal. But remember, Sam Pittman came out and said, besides KJ, we ain't got any starters. I'm not naming any starters. Everybody's rotating because for fear that someone will yeah. jump in the portal. I'm even seeing that in fall camp, Shane. I mean, the deadline to transfer is passed and everything. But, you know, he's asked about Josh Braun, the guy they the, – the lineman they brought in, starting, you know, practice with the ones. So he's your starter. He says – we ain't got no starters, no starters. So I think he's, I think he learned a valuable lesson last year, Shane. Make make these guys earn everything, and, and not only earn it, but just you know have the be- backups with a mindset that you're only a snap away, and and maybe if if you know if, if the right guard's got a bad day at practice, boom, the backup, you're your starter today, and yeah. I think that will really help exactly what you're talking about, the tail end, the depth. Uh, for this overall roster so physical man when you think arkansas you think of physical boys that that yeah. some headhunters out there that got away from that and then you now you're starting to see the highlights i, I just referenced rocket when he ran to that guy it's like that may not have happened last year in camp because they were afraid him to get tackled you know right the, they ain't doing that this year because that hurt them later in the season. So these they're, they're they're getting out there, and I think this is my my. I think the the most thing I'm excited about is this defense, an aggressive defense. You know, talking to coach, this is something that you know, you can just see it. You can see when somebody's happy about something. You know, he's yeah. in there and and he's saying, "Hey, we're not going to just let them dink and dunk underneath us anymore. We're going to bring some damn pressure." And that's what I think Arkansas has been lacking. Mm. Now, my number eight, Shane, this, this is probably going to stun you, but it's of LSU Tigers, like you were saying. I, I realize the number is nine and a half, but 
yeah, I mean, I'm wrong all the time. So, and even someone like me, I just said it, if, if they win the national championship, I don't think they do it as an undefeated team. So you could certainly talk me into, I don't know, maybe that revenge factor is real for, for Alabama. That's on the road. Uh, Florida State, we don't respect them, but mm-hmm. we've been wrong before. <laughs> you know. So yeah. maybe Florida State's a, a, a true playoff team right there. We're already talking two losses, and then they have to go through the entire rest of the gauntlet undefeated. It's a tough, tough task. I think they do it, Shane. But again, it, it's still – the reason I got that middle of the road, it, this might be kind of confusing, but I guess I just got more confidence in some of these other teams to hit the their number. We'll get to – the more on my list in just a second but this is the highest number left on the board for me that that's a reason why i had alabama so low tennessee georgia so low these numbers are tough hard to get so my confidence is a little bit lower against on lsu getting to that nine and uh excuse me they'd have to get to ten and two to hit the over so you could you could talk me into it, even though I like him. Tigers to win. Yeah, it all. I've, I've been working on you for six months, and I finally got you to this point. So I feel like I've made a, a little progress with you here. <laughs> well, Shane, hey, before we continue down this list, got to remind the folks we're brought to you by Game Time Sidekicks. Head on over to Game Time Stainless Steel Drinkware, sippy cups, tumblers, bottles. Shane, you wouldn't believe. How much my dog loves this dog bowl they got over there at Game Time Sidekicks. They got every SEC team, including Texas and Oklahoma, represented at Game Time Sidekicks. So head on over once again, GameTimeSidekicks.com. <laughs> Use that promo code SEC for 20% off your entire order. And you can find a link to that in the show notes. Help the podcast. We're barely Keeping the lights on over here, but you keep them on by heading over to GameTimeSidekicks.com using that promo code SEC. And the same deal, Shane, Manscaped back as an advertiser on the show. Head on over to Manscaped.com. Same promo code, Shane, SEC, for 20% off your entire order. Free international shipping. How about that, Shane, from Manscaped? Get that beard in order, Shane, with the Beer Hedger Pro which comes with shampoo, conditioner, oil, palm, and one hell of a travel case, Shane. We, hell, we'll, we'll just pitch the travel case if they want. It's, it's such a fine product. But, again, head on over to manscaped.com, promo code SEC, 20% off your entire order, free shipping. And this can also be found in the show notes. Help the podcast stay independent forever. Take advantage of these scholar these uh, sponsorship opportunities. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and picks a flavorful punch, 5% alcohol, and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering on your favorite SEC team. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love of college football. Keep it twisted. All right, Shay, so who you got? Number seven. We're into the top half of the list here. All right. This is when you start getting your wallet out because <laughs> we're going to make some money. All right. Number seven, Mike, I'm going in your backyard and I'm picking the Vanderbilt Ooh. Commodores. 
sitting there at three and a half, Mike. Three and a half. Crazy. They may have four after four games. Yeah. That's I. I Ella, I'm, for, it's I get I get emotional about Vanderbilt because even though I grew up hating them, you know, it's like that. It's like that little brother that you have out in Hawaii. It's like <laughs> you know you picked on him your entire life, and but then he moves out there and you miss him. I'm talking to you, flying Hawaiian. You better be listening to this. But I still love you, brother. And I at Vanderbilt, three and a half is just an absolute joke. They have been what Coach Lee has been doing is building a room full of scrappers, man. Mm-hmm. And and if you come ill prepared to Vanderbilt, you're gonna lose. Ask Florida, ask Kentucky. They're gonna lose if you come in there and expect to win. Don't gang prep. Don't go a hundred percent because I guarantee you Vanderbilt will be. Find me four wins, absolutely. Yeah, I think you you missed the mark though, Shane. I I've got them a lot higher, so we'll tease that in a minute. But Ole Miss, that's my number seven. You, you reference it. Difficult schedule, so many moving pieces, and Lane Kiffin. You just never know what you're gonna get out of them, and. Yeah, I don't want to say he quit on the season, but it kind of seemed like he did late in the year, the way they were playing against Arkansas, the way they were playing in the Egg Bowl, the way they were playing in the bowl game. So that is a lingering concern, particularly all the money yeah. they gave him. Is he still motivated? Uh, I don't know. But, uh, again, I'm, I'm trying not to be pessimistic because I think Ole Miss could be a big surprise team, but there's a lot of doubts here. I love Jukins. I think he may be the most dominant Overall player, short of uh, maybe Brock Bauer. I mean, Brock Bowers, I think, is the best player in college football. But it's it's a little bit easier, obviously, to get a, a running back the ball than it is a tight end, particularly a tight end working with a new quarterback. So, Junkins, Bowers, I mean, we're, we're talking 1A, right. 1B, maybe the most physically dominant players in all the, the conference. So, give me Ole Miss at number seven. And, and I think we, you could put him in that Bowers you know, talk, especially now that he's going to be receiving, you know, we're going to Mm -hmm. look at all purpose yards at the end of this year. We're going to be blown away by the stats coming out of Ole Miss. So I mean, he's going to, I mean, he's going to get, he's going to get some loving for sure. Who you got? Number six, Shane. Number six. This is uh, Alabama, Alabama Crimson Tide. You know, even though I I misread this thing. Alabama Shane. Yeah. You know me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, for me, brother, when I'm looking at this, okay, is there a loss between Texas A&M, Vols, LSU, maybe Ole Miss? Sure. Yeah, there there may be a loss in there. But is there two losses? I mean, right now, sitting here, can you make that bet that they lose 50% of those games? I mean, that's I think that's what it's going to boil down to, and I can't say I can't say yes to that. I think – Worst case scenario, they they bet seventy five percent on that one. So, yeah, I'm I'm going over, and I'm pretty confident with that one. Okay, well, cover your ears, Shane, because I hate to do it to you, but number six on my list, the Missouri Tigers, brother, what? at six what? and a half. I mean, we're still we're on this side, you know. Anything past this, <laughs> yeah, you're pretty yeah. confident that they're going to go over. Right, and and going over would be seven wins, obviously, and and they have not done that yet under drink. Now mm-hmm. that doesn't mean they can't, doesn't mean they won't. But of the te- basically every team moving forward, Shane, I'm very confident, inclu- including Missouri, that will go over. But it, maybe Missouri is the one I got the least confident because you could have an elite defense, Shane. You could have Luther Burden be the breakout star of the SEC. You could have a running back emerge. You could have all these great things. But if you do not have a quarterback, Shane, in this league, and I'm not saying they don't, but I don't feels know like that it. they do. Feels like it. 
Well, maybe. They went into the portal, and their fans are dying to see Sam Horn. That does not sound like I know, I know. people that are confident, and they get pissed off every time Brady Cook is, you know, number one quarterback. But he has had some high, highlights for sure. We cannot dismiss him. But if they do not get better at the quarterback position, there's a real danger. I think they're 6-6 six and six once again. Yeah. You're wrong, right, so who, but yeah. <laughs> who you got number five? Number five, you mentioned these boys earlier. I got Mississippi State. I Ooh. I I really like them, and I'm going to tell you why, yeah. Mike, because they've they've been shed on for for so long. We saw it at SEC yeah. Media Days. Nobody's talking about them now. They just keep, you know, they're just bottom dwellers. They're they're always sitting there at the bottom. They never win mm-hmm. any football games. And then you look and you're like, wait a minute. Since 2009, Mike, since 2009, take COVID year out, but since 2009, they've only had two six-win seasons. Every time, every other season, they've exceeded those expectations. So you're sitting there six and a half. So you're saying, are they better or worse than some of those teams we've seen in the past? Mississippi State loves it. They thrive in it. They don't care what we say, Mike. They may even tuned off already when you started <laughs> blabbering about how bad they're going to be. Mike, Mississippi State's going to have the over. They'll find ways to get wins. They always do. I believe in Will Rogers. I believe in, in Arnett and this defense. You know, obviously there's going to be some new pieces. There's going to be moving pieces. But at the end of the day, this is a program that is like like your papa, man. Just got the hard hat on, goes to work, 9 to 5, worked the same place 40 years. You know what I'm saying? That's what they're doing here, man. They're just going to work, and they're going to find their wins. So give me the over big time here on Mississippi State. Yeah, you you basically convinced me, Shane. I probably I should have put them a lot higher on my list, but uh, you know, I, I certainly hope you're right. I I cannot wait to see all these uh, Mississippi State fans just dancing on my grave of my predictions <laughs> uh, once they start piling up the wins this fall. You know what? Yes. All right, number five for me, Shane. I got them Arkansas Razorbacks, and hey, I think eight wins very doable this year mm-hmm. with KJ and Rocket back and the additions on the transfer portal get tougher on the line of scrimmage if we upgrade at offensive and defensive coordinator eight wins maybe even nine is in the cards for them Arkansas Razorbacks but I just threw out a lot of ifs and buts and <laughs> this has got to go and that's got to go it's a difficult difficult road in the west thankfully this year the non-conference all four games very very winnable so you only got to, you know, get three SEC wins and you're there. That's why they're in the top five of my list here. So who's, who's your top four, Shane? Number four, I got the Florida Gators, Mike. Ooh. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you right now, there's there's nothing. I have nothing. No stats, no prediction. <laughs> it's nothing. It's just it's this is pure gut. This is pure, like, Florida can't suck that bad kind of thing. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, maybe it's mm-hmm. just the years of, of – of successful programs that they've brought through Gainesville. I'm just saying enough's enough, man. I'm looking at some of these, these highlight videos. I'm like, yeah, they got some dudes. They got some of the best running backs, but more importantly, can they make a bowl game? How can you start the start of the season and say the Florida Gators can't make a bowl game? Do they got a tough schedule? 
Absolutely. But they're going to find wins, brother. This isn't last year's Billy Napier's team. This is this is a, a glimpse of what the future program will look like down there. It's a slow build, but they're going to have some success. And, and Mike, I think it's going to start with that offensive line and running backs. Yeah, and you're like, well, we don't even know who the offensive line. It doesn't matter. They're all seven <laughs> foot tall and 400 pounds. They're going to move the lines, all right? Florida Gators are going to be all right. I, I, I think this, like I said, this is a pure – Gut pick here, Mike. I, I just I see. I think they're going to a bowl game. They they're not yeah. losing seven games. Well, you know what's uh, so interesting, Shane, is they've been so disrespected all off season. Mm-hmm. And I get it. Hell, I voted them six in the East. But can we honestly say that their roster is in significantly worse shape than say Kentucky, than South Carolina, Missouri? Tennessee. I mean, there's there's a reason we voted, or at least I voted Florida lower than them. There's there's reasons for it. But if you get crapped on for six, seven, eight months, and you have a near same roster, yeah. I mean, all all it's going to take, Shane, is is to upset one or two of those teams I just referenced, and you're way over your yeah. five and a half win total. So I'm right there with you. I haven't got to Florida yet, but I love that pick by you being in the top four. My number four, Shane. Texas A&M, and this is a lot to do with the number seven and a half. Yeah, uh, this is the the highest number I have remaining. Yes, <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent convinced that we won't have a trade wreck again, Shane, because I cannot get out of my head what happened last year. But I'm about ninety nine percent sure that ain't happening again. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I think A&M's in for a big bounce back year. People are tired of hearing it, but they got all the talent in the world. I'm loving what I'm hearing out of College Station. This has got to be a bounce back year. This has got to be a money year for Jimbo. Otherwise, I don't know if he's got a future at Texas A&M. Bare minimum, eight-win season. So this this feels like a gimme right here at Texas A&M. So who's your number three? Number three, I got the Kentucky Wildcats, brother. <laughs> Sitting there at what six and a half? I, you know, what's crazy about uh, about Big Blue Nation here is I'm looking at that schedule and I think they got five wins right out of the gate, five and zero. Oh. Yeah. I think there's a real shot here to go five and zero. Oh. So now you're saying you can't find two more wins on your? There's a that's saying they yeah. lose every coin toss game moving forward <laughs> and i just yeah they may lose a couple of those but they ain't gonna lose them all so i think this is a pretty safe bet put put your money on big blue here oh yeah i can't wait to talk about kentucky shane let get on three another reason to write an article about us but <laughs> see hey, if they gotta... wreck you again mike all right <laughs> after that close death experience you know we're gonna we're gonna we're bringing back kentucky fans <laughs> Number three, I got the Florida Gators, a team you just hit on, Shane, to disrespect the the talent that is on that roster. Year two bump for Billy Napier. We're going to find out if this guy has what it takes to be a quality coach. And I'm not saying they got to win nine, ten games year two for, so we don't run him out or anything. But I think this will be the year we know, yeah. Shane, because if they go five and seven again, well, four and eight, I mean, I think he's done. So, yeah. but – the fact that I got them number three here should give you an indication. I don't see that yeah. happening. Uh, I think they win four in the first half. So they just got to win two the rest of the way. Give me them Gators, number three, most confident to go over five and a half. Who's your number two, Shane? 
Texas A&M Aggies, baby. <laughs> I was one year off, Mike. I was one year off. Hey, brother, the, the main thing for me here is the number, seven and a half. I, I, kind of yeah. like what you referenced. So five, what is that, five losses they got to have. I just don't see it, brother. Now, am I, am I skeptical? Of course, you know, a couple of years ago on Christmas, uh, Christmas day, I fell down, uh, some stairs, Mike out in the back of the house here, thought I had uh-huh. I, for some reason, thought I had th- three steps, but it ends up, I had four. So I missed that last one. It was a doozy. So I'm not going to lie, Mike, since that date, I, I second guess myself going downstairs. I know I can walk downstairs. I know I can, you know what I'm saying? But I still am a little little reserve going down because I failed and busted my ass once. So that's kind of like betting on Texas A&M here. I, I, obviously, I'd love the over. I think I'd hammer, I'd hammer the over. But there's a part, this little devil on me says, hey, Jimbo ain't changing shit. You know, so there's a part of that. But I, I think, honestly, the, the coaches are saying the right things. The players are saying the right things. They got so much talent. So much talent on that roster down there. I'm pumped up. I just watched the Johnny Manziel documentary. You know, Texas A&M just wants to be good again, and I think it happens (laughs) this year, brother. So give me the over big time. Yeah, and so my number two, Shane Vanderbilt, you just referenced them. Come on, bro. I mean, before they get into SEC play, I think they're going to hit the over. Vanderbilt always disrespected. And this is where the true value is in these over-under, Shane, is when they just Throw a number against a brand and, and what it's been associated with, not having knowledge of what it is. And it's, it's the same thing we said last year against Vanderbilt when it was like two and a half or, or one and a half, whatever the crazy number was. I mean, within the first month, they had hit the over. Yeah. They're going to do it again this year. Give me Vanderbilt number two. So who is your number one? And we don't even have to ask you. We know who it is. Yeah. M-I-Z, baby. Where you at? (laughs) I mean, I'm completely, like I said, I'm completely bought in on these guys. I I think the over-under is an absolute joke. Uh, You know, drink. Yeah, did he go off a little tangent the other day about the expansion? Of course he did. But other than that, he's been keeping it to himself because he doesn't want to make this season about him. They're going to make it about the players. They're going to make people regret, you know, saying all this shit in the offseason about how good they won't be because they will be, brother. Mizzou's going to surprise some folks here. So if you got some money, extra money hanging around, put it on them Mizzou Tigers, baby. Mm, so that means my number one, Shane, you just referenced some Kentucky Wildcats. <laughs> Give me them big – this for you, Cousin Ollie. Get out there, yeah. win you nine, ten games this year if they can beat Bama. And, uh, you know, some big, big games this year. But Bama's at home. Tennessee's at home. Come on, brother. I think they can pull an upset here or there. I'm fully on board with the Liam Cohen hype. I'm fully on board with the Devin Leary hype. You know, and to go over, I mean, hell, it's like, it's like you said, Shane. I mean, it's the first month they'll be 4-0 if they can beat Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. which should be a given. They own Florida right there. We're at 5-0. and Well, they got to win two more. I, I Man, I, I think this is the team that's being slept on more than any other across the SEC, and it's probably because they disappointed last year. But knowing Mark Stoops, knowing that coaching staff, that program, that's just going to fuel them to, to prove their doubters wrong. This is not a team. Of course, I'm heaping praise on them. Yeah. They don't respond to praise. They respond to negativity, and they're being doubted sometimes for some reason in this over-under. I mean, it's crazy. Six and a half. 
that's that's the biggest joke on this over under. Mike, blink twice if you're in danger. <laughs> pan, pan, pan outs. Matt Jones over there with a gun to your head. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> hey. You're wearing your big blue for the Kentucky Wildcats. Hey, man, I think it's a safe bet. A um, lot of doubters with Kentucky. You know, they look at last season thinking that, hey, they're going back to their old ways. I think they bounce back big time this year. I like that one, Mike. Yeah. Well, brother, hey, we went a little bit long on this one, but uh, that's all I got. You got anything else before we hop off the line? No, man, that's it. Uh, had, had a blast, brother, talking. Call, I mean, it's, we're here. We're gonna, it's, it's time to put up or shut up. We're getting our last little bets in. Uh, it won't be long. <laughs> we'll be watching actual football, Mike. We're a couple weeks away, but we're getting there. Yeah. No, these, these highlights are getting me through my day. I can't wait. To watch that Johnny Manziel documentary, I, I wanted to wait till I actually get to watch it so we can kind of talk about it. But uh, maybe we, we do a little review on the next episode. But uh, yeah, I, tell, I do appreciate. I, I tweeted huh? Billy Lucci, asked him if he's getting royalties. I mean, the man was on it. Probably more Johnny was there for a second. I think he was filming the thing, you know. <laughs> well, I appreciate you, brother. As always, I appreciate all the cousins out there. We'll catch you on the next one. All right, see you guys. Go balls. Hey, buddy, this beer's for you, Mike, and Cousin Shane. That SEC podcast loves the pirate, and the pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail State.